Hi, everyone. Uh, this is TJ, and I'm here with my friend Ray. Hey, how's it going, TJ? Uh, it's good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. A little cold these days, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Yep. Okay, and uh, I want to welcome everyone to our podcast called Reconnect. Uh, this is the official podcast for Shincheonji New Heaven and New Earth Church. Just to give you a little background on who we are, uh, I am TJ, and I am currently living in South Korea, and I am also a South oh. Korean citizen. Well, I am not a South Korean citizen. I am actually from the U.S. originally. Uh, I'm Ray, as TJ said, but I also live here in South Korea, and I've lived here for a few years now. Yep, and we are both members of the Church of Shincheonji, New Heaven and New Earth. And to introduce a little bit about what we do here in the channel, it is our hope to talk about religion, scripture, uh, the Bible, and Christianity in the hopes of being able to clarify and enlighten people who have had a lot of questions about religion and Christianity, especially about the Bible. And through that, we hope that you can get some answers, the kind of questions that have been itching your backs for, I don't know for how long, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, without further ado, that was a really good introduction, TJ. Oh, thank you. Uh, how about we jump into today's topic? Okay, so let me introduce the topic. Let me make this as dramatic as possible. Religion. Is it a disease Ooh. or a cure? Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so um, I think the reason I chose this topic is mainly because, um, well, if you look at the world today mm. and you look at the statistics of how many people have religion, what's your guess? How many people in this world are religious? Well, I mean, I would think there would be a lot, maybe uh, 60, 65, 70, definitely more than mm. half, right? Definitely more than half. So based on the percentage of uh, religions, the major ones, so Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, if you combine the percentages, it comes out to be almost 80%. Okay. Wow. Mm. 80%. That is, that is most of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's eight out of 10 people. Wow. Right. And most of them belong to the Abrahamic religions. Mm. This got me thinking, I mean, why do people have religion? Right. I think it's significant because, I mean, it's 8 out of 10 people. I think there should be a pretty good reason as to why people have a certain religion. I've actually gone deeper into this, and I've done a personal survey. So nothing too fancy, but a personal survey. And it seems like a lot of people have different reasons as to why they have a huh. religion. Can well, you guess some? Why do people have religion? Well, basically, it would have to be something that they view as beneficial to their lives, right? That I would imagine mm -hmm. that that would be a big one. Maybe it's something that they're born into. Mm -hmm. right? Or maybe they have... Um, maybe they have something to look forward to. Something that's maybe been promised to them or that they grew up in that religion believing. Yeah. Being mm -hmm, taught mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. So all of these reasons that you mentioned are basically... Well, they can be identified as something that is beneficial to people's lives. I mean, individually to them. It's something that's beneficial to them. Uh, so religion brings with it a sense of uh, community and belonging. So if you've been to church, you know what it's like to have people welcome you. feels yeah. like home. And also, like you said, Ray, it's something to look forward to. So most religions promise an afterlife. And I think the fact that people find comfort in this is because they rejoice at the idea that there is a place where there is no more suffering. Mm. I mean, 
I'm not sure if you heard of Jordan Peterson, a famous Canadian psychologist. I have, yeah.、Uh, he actually, oh yeah. So he actually talks about the fact that living is suffering,、mm. and the fact that religion provides a way out in a right, sense. Right, right. If I'm not、yeah. mistaken, it's like for、mm-hmm. a lot of people, I would imagine that it helps remove that kind of fear of the unknown. Right.、Mm-hmm. If you have this idea of something that、mm, from these day-to-day sufferings that people go through, which are, are all different, but something that we all have in common because we all experience them,、um, mm-hmm. you know, in one form or another, to have that kind of like, oh, cool. Well, in the future, this is going to happen. So every day, it doesn't matter how terrible it might be. I have this to look forward to. Something like that, maybe. Right. 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 That's completely it. I think、um, because religion helps us remove the fear of the unknown.、Mm. That's one of the reasons why people, I think, rely on religion. I would say rely. So I think, well, if you look at people who are superstitious, they don't walk under ladders. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, they don't want to break a mirror because it's like seven years of bad luck.、That、sounds like my grandmother. I think, <laughs> I think one of the main reasons why they do this is to have control, to have more control of their lives, because they believe that if they don't walk under a ladder, they will not have bad luck. Now. We can debate whether or not that's true, but basically, I mean, they're trying to control the unknown.、Mm, right, right.、Mm. Um, that's that's actually really interesting because I, even for me, I think about different things that I used to do because I saw either my parents or my grandparents doing it, and I never really thought about how that connected to the fact that I was actually trying to have a control of something. You know whether、mm-hmm. it is, <laughs> whether it is that fear of seven years of bad luck <laughs> that I definitely have had friends <laughs> um, have definitely they thought were was something that was true.、Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to do that though? Me? Have you ever kind of invested yourself in a superstition because you felt like it would you know remove that fear、oh. of the unknown? Well, you know I, I I don't think it was something that I would. Be able to classify as 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 very deep, but、um, definitely for my sister and I, we only avoided cracks in the sidewalk when we were walking to and from school. <laughs> That was very very important for us, and because、mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows if we stepped on one of those cracks, we might have. Uh, taking a year out of our life, or <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy how people make those things up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so so it, it is quite important. I mean, we believe in God, but these things tend to influence us in many different ways, like not stepping on、uh, on a crack,、um, kind of feeling uncomfortable when you do walk under a ladder. So, religion, if you believe in your religion, it helps us remove these、uh, these fears, at least to yourself. And I think that's why a lot of people feel that religion is beneficial because it provides answers to things that we don't know. The other reason why people are religious is, I think, as you mentioned, they're born into it.、Mm. You know, they're born into that religion, and when you're born into it, it's difficult to find yourself actually asking questions as to why exactly you believe the things you do. Right, right, right.、Mm-hmm. I mean, even for me, I grew up in a Christian home. I had two parents, and I had grandparents that, and aunts, and and uncles and cousins that would. Go to church every Wednesday and every Sunday, and I was always there as well. And when you grow up in that environment, it's it really is is it you don't really question too much, actually. At least I didn't.、Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there I was as a child getting on my knees and putting my hands together, you know, and praying for <laughs> for something tangible, you know, whether it was to get an A on a test or whether it's to get, you know, the NES, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm aging myself, but Nintendo. <laughs> and, I, yeah, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the new stuff. I'm talking about the cartridge where you blow on it to to make sure that it works. Oh, okay. You went far back. Exactly. I'm a little far back. I don't. I don't want to date myself too much. But you know, it, those were the kind of things that I prayed about as a child, and 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 that was the environment where where I was in. Where you know, this is something that I'm born into. Where my parents and my grandparents are reinforcing this into me. So it it really wasn't until later that. You know, events happen where I actually formed questions. So that mm-hmm. idea of purpose, yeah, being born into something, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to find. Mm. And I was also, like you, Ray, born into a Christian household. And um, I think, I don't think I've ever questioned the existence mm. of God because it's just like, it's mm. there. Just as the sun is there, I was taught to believe that God isn't something that you question. And I guess that's why wow. I never really wow. did so. But I'll tell you a funny story. I did come to question it in the end, uh, in high school, and it was mainly because I wanted more sleep on Sunday. And then I started questioning, <laughs> why do I have to go to church? Now, maybe this isn't the best example of a person who's starting to ask questions about the purpose of going to church or God, but at least, at least it got me starting to question it, right? What about you? What was your reason to start questioning religion? I wish God? I would have thought about that because I could definitely have used the sleep. <laughs> you know but for me it really wasn't until i actually got to uh, university i I think i mentioned it earlier but i went to a really conservative christian university and it was there that Mm. i met so many different people that were of different denominations within this this one christianity that i had a certain idea about how to live out my life as a Christian because of the examples that I grew up with and they had completely Mm. different ones you know Mm. and here Mm. I am in this environment and I'm seeing all these things and I'm seeing also examples of pastors and other leaders within Christianity at that time that I kind of admired or at least grew up being familiar with and I saw uh, you know a completely different view of them when I was actually able to meet them and see them in person and and get to know some of them Mm -hmm. so Mm. That's where a lot of my questions uh, started to be formed. And, you know, that idea of, okay, you know, what it, what is the purpose of all this? So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it happens at, to each of us at different points, I think. So I guess your reason is much more classy than mine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to university, met all these different Christians who had different ideas and opinions. And then yeah. you started questioning Okay. <laughs> Wish I had something like that to say. That that seems a bit more classy than mine. Well, I, I think I think regardless of, of what the uh, catalyst is for that, it's good that that actually comes up because it, especially with the conversation right. that we're having having right now, it's like think about it. How many mm-hmm. people have gone through similar experiences that we went through, and in and the reasoning for our questioning of it is completely different. You know, whether mine's more classy than yours, it actually. <laughs> you know is 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 irrelevant but you know when when the time when that those questions come you know you know where, where do we go from there mm. so that's basically why we're having this conversation mm. here today so just to recap the reason people go to church the reason people have religion we talked about oh a sense of belonging community uh promise of an afterlife helps remove fear of the unknown 
And finally, just now we were talking about how people are just born into it, so they don't really ask. But, you know, regardless of all these reasons, they, they all believe that it's quite beneficial to their lives. Mm. The reason I wanted to bring this up specifically is because is it, is it right for people to have different reasons as to why they have a religion? I mean, I guess it could vary, but I think it's also very important to understand what the definition and also the purpose of religion is so that we, we don't distort the meaning or actually misunderstand it and produce a different outcome mm. than what religion is actually intended to be. And that's why I think the definition and purpose is something that we do need to know. Uh, because at the very least, if you don't know it, it creates this sort of ambiguousness that either causes confusion or kind of blurs what religion really is supposed to be. And I think that creates misunderstanding for people who are religious and people who aren't religious as well. And in the worst case scenario, it just causes extremism, right? And we know that extreme religious factions can bring devastating outcomes. Oh, definitely. Um, I like one of the things that you point out there, you know, that at worst part. You know, having an understanding of religion is really important because if we don't have an understanding of those fundamentals of actually what it means, yeah, we can go in a million different directions. And, and I think that, um, you know, for both you and I growing up in completely different countries, you know, and different families, um, different friends we met, different educations, things like that, different languages. And still, there are multiple points in our lives where we saw examples of extremism, of conflict, of argument, you know, <laughs> whether it's physical or verbal, from people who had an idea of where their religion was going and, and that they believed fervently. fervently. Excuse me. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Mm. <laughs> that they were actually you okay there. <laughs> you know, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> that they they believe they, they really believe that they were actually following it correctly. You know. Yeah. So I don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, I, I guess we can get into that. You know, what is the definition? Yeah, and I, I think because people generally don't really look into what religion mm. means and the purpose behind it. Like we said, that causes some uh, negative results. Mm. Uh, uh, well, negative results, I would say things that are really detrimental to our society. So like I said, the extremism that we see in religion. And I think it's because of this that people have started to associate religion in a very negative light. Yeah. So despite 8 out of 10 people in this world having a religion, a substantial number of people at the same time consider it to be very negative. Mm. And... They go so far as to call it a disease. Yeah. Now, I think that that is a strong word. But if you think about um, what a disease is, it actually kills. And we've seen many times throughout history that when religion reaches its extremism, it has killed. It's actually massacred. And I think because of these sort of situations and the events that we've seen throughout history... I can understand why people associate yeah. religion to be something that's mm. very bad. No, that's negative. really... A very good point, even for myself. Uh, I'll, I'll get a little personal here, but <laughs> but okay. no, there, there's been times throughout, um, especially my young adulthood, being a teenager, getting into my twenties and things like that. There was a time where, even for me mm -hmm. as a Christian, when someone said the word religion to me, it did mm -hmm. bring up a negative, like a knee-jerk negative reaction mm -hmm. to it. 
but really more than anything just revealed my misunderstanding of what it actually meant because it, it was something that I use as an adjective for something negative, just like many mm -hmm, of my mm -hmm. friends of my age did, mm -hmm. and even examples that I saw in media and things like that. But, I mean, when we talk about people viewing it as a disease, and you talked about yeah. things in history, I mean, we can we can look at events that are actually closer to the time we live in right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, what was it? This was uh, early, mid-2000s, where, mm -hmm. um, you know, just an example of an extremist, um, there was, an, I remember there was the yeah. Israeli Gay Pride Parade, and there was a person who was actually, uh, you know, really orthodox, mm. and who actually murdered someone. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I remember that. Mm. And used their religious beliefs as justification mm -hmm. for for doing so. And you know, and, and and as tragic as an event like that is, it it's mm -hmm. mm. we've seen it situ similar situations be repeated. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm if we look into history, we can find that as well. Mm, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, what what is it? Mm, mm. The Crusades, for example, where you where you have <laughs> where you, there you had multiple yep. Crusades, but That's many fun. of them yep. use you mm -hmm. know religion as a tool to wage war or to forcibly convert people or to really nation build. Mm -hmm. You know, even for me mm -hmm. as an American, you know, I mm -hmm. can go back yeah. and look into mm -hmm. my own country's history and see they use mm -hmm. religion, particularly Christianity, as a means for manifest destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest yeah. destiny. Hmm. So yeah, like you were saying before, it is easy to see why people would view it as a disease. Mm. I don't know if you agree, but when I was in school, mm. I obviously identified myself as a Christian. But when my friends would come over to me and say, oh, so you're religious. <laughs> some For some reason, that word offended me. And that's how deeply the word, well, the, the word religion is acting as an adjective, mm. or, or I already perceive it as an adjective that has a negative connotation. It's funny because I was a Christian. I <laughs> no, identified I, I myself as one. But yeah, completely understand that 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 feeling. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So it was really weird how I was the one offended. But I think it's because of these past events that have shown religion to be so negative, and the results were so devastating. That's why people view it as this. Uh, really negative adjective and to be honest I, yeah. I kind of understand I think we all understand why they would think this I guess mm. the biggest question I mean we've been talking a lot about how religion and, and people's viewpoints and their justification mm. and my, why there might be a lot of truth as to why people view it as a negative and not a positive as a disease mm -hmm. you know, as you said mm -hmm. but you know what let's, let's get a little more real Okay, is religion the problem mm -hmm. or are people the problem because mm. yeah there is yeah. a lot of truth as to people why dislike religion you know why they think it might be uh, detrimental mm -hmm. I think a lot of that stems from um, a misunderstanding of what religion actually means and mm -hmm. maybe what it was actually meant to accomplish yeah I think I understand what you're saying because if religion as an institution is for the purpose of actually creating these conflicts, pushing their own agenda to get their benefits and to get what, what they want, I think it's right to consider re religion something that should be eradicated, as some people strongly say. But mm. if that isn't the case, if people have been distorting the meaning of religion and the purpose of it, then there is something to be corrected here. And with correct understanding, I think we can start fixing the problem instead of just you know, pointing fingers at religion. I completely agree. Well, TJ, actually, the Western definition of religion is something that's really interesting. 
because it, mm-hmm. the word actually comes from Latin. I did not study Ooh. Latin when I was okay. in high school. You know, that was Spanish. So, you know, you have to forgive me if my pronunciation isn't the best. Okay. Uh, but it, you know, it's a dead language. You know, give me a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the Western definition of religion comes from Latin. And it actually is a, a connection of two words. Mm-hmm. We have re, so repetition, so mm-hmm. to do again, mm-hmm. right? And, and we have legare, mm-hmm. which is to connect. So putting these two words together, we have reconnect. Like well, our channel name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why we called it that, right? Like yeah. the whole point <laughs> is to reconnect to God. Right? Very true. Right. Yes. So that's the purpose of religion, that reconnection mm-hmm. to God. Okay. But when you're saying reconnect, mm. it feels like there's an implication there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Mm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If something needs to be reconnected, then that means there must have been a disconnect at some point. Right? Mm, I, yes. I feel like that's pretty logical. So mm-hmm. that means that there was a disconnection mm-hmm. from the connection that we had with God. And that the purpose mm-hmm. of religion is to reconnect us to God. Mm. You know, actually... The word religion, uh, this meaning of reconnect, always reminds me of that famous uh, work by Michelangelo on the Sistine Chapel, the creation mm. of the heaven and earth. And you see God and oh, Adam man. just like, like, God is really trying hard to reach Adam. And Adam's like, oh, nonchalant. Uh, he's very nonchalant. And he's like, okay, God, here's my finger. It's very E.T. Grab it if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's very E.T. I think that painting is actually very symbolic of this word reconnect. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, because you see that disconnection. Their hands are not touching. And I think Michelangelo actually intended this. Uh, oh, that's, that, that is awesome. Because I, I, mm. you know, I think for many of us, we've seen that image, that, that painting so many times. <laughs> and, mm. and I don't know about you. I feel like there's like an eternity in that tiny gap mm. in between those two fingers. Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. powerful to me as well. Yeah. If you think about the meaning of religion in the Western world, which is based on Latin, I think it's always very good to go back and think about that painting. I think that helps us understand better that there was a disconnect and you see God trying to really reach Adam, really trying to reach us and to reconnect us. Mm. And myself, as a Korean, I look at the Korean definition of religion as well. And I'm not sure how much you know about South Korea now that you've been living here for a couple of years, but uh, the Korean language also takes root in the Chinese that makes sense. And if you look, yeah, if you look at the Korean uh, definition of the word religion, it's actually 종교. Yeah, our listeners actually learned the Korean word today. So it's 종교. And if you look at the Chinese characters, 종 is actually, it means highest, right? And the highest implies heaven. In the Chinese character, you see this, uh, this symbol of heaven. And cool is actually teaching. So if you put these two words together, it means highest teaching. Teaching from the heavens. Or if you actually want to go in deeper, it's actually the teaching from the creator, who is the highest. Not higher, the highest. And I think when you when wow. you put the Western world and the Eastern world together, it gives us a specific definition or purpose of what religion is. It's the highest teaching from God that reconnects God and people. Mm, Yeah. So to say it one more time, highest teaching from God that reconnects us with God. 
And that is essentially what the purpose is, what the definition is as well. And the reason we're talking about the definition and the purpose is because simply, logically speaking, if you really understand what it is, you can also at the same time understand what it isn't.、Hmm. Does that make sense? That makes total sense.、Mm. That makes total sense. Yeah. So if you understand what religion really is, you can actually compare and contrast things that, that claim themselves to be religion, but actually isn't because it doesn't fall into the purpose of what religion really is.、Mm. Does no, that make that sense? That makes total sense. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then let's break it down. You know, we had a lot of different examples of、uh, reasons why people can view religion or do view religion as a positive or a negative, as a disease or as a cure, right?、Mm-hmm. But let's、yep. see, let's take one of those examples、uh, the Crusades, right? So, this was a、mm-hmm. time during history and where there were multiple Crusades in the name of Christianity, where they went to different lands and, and had physical armed war and conflict for. For、mm. decades upon decades, in the, again, in the name of Christianity. But I think most, if not all of us, would agree that history has shown us that it had very little to do with Christianity or with reconnecting, right? It had more to do with、mm-hmm. actual expansion, empire expansion, nation building, right? And we can see,、mm-hmm. we can right, see right. that through history itself. By those actions, We can see that the definition、mm-hmm. of religion that we just defined, by their actions,、mm-hmm. they're showing that they are not following that, despite what they might have claimed at the time.、Mm. Also, it's about their intention、mm. as well. Was it their intention, purely in their heart, to reconnect with God through God's highest teaching? And I think if you look at another period of history, you look at the selling of indulgences.、Mm. What was the motive behind that? Was that to connect the Christians, the believers, to God with the highest teaching? Where was the teaching? Because all they asked for was money.、Mm. And I think if you look at their intentions and look at their heart, because we know that if there is a God, God will look at their hearts. Was their intention in the name of the real meaning of religion? Wow. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah, that, that is a very good point. Okay, well, looking at these two examples, I mean, is it really religion that is in, that's in the wrong or. Is it people?、Hmm. I'm digging into my, my history almanacs、uh, with this one, but I mean, look at,、um, look at the tools that we use for warfare today and where they actually originally、mm-hmm. derive from. We, we look at、mm. things like dynamite, for example, and the creator of that never meant it as anything for warfare, but look at how we've misused it over generations. Right?、Mm, that's a very good point. And instead, point. we've turned around something that might have been used、uh, for good, whether it was construct- to make construction easier or something like that. You know, you, you can look it up for yourself. But, <laughs> but taking something that was meant for good, but instead turning it around and using it for something、mm. negative, misusing it. You know what? I hadn't thought about it that way. I know that、uh, Nobel. He created the dynamite. He invented it for people to become more fruitful and to advance society, to make our lives better. But, like you said, it was actually used in the complete opposite direction. And I think if you look at religion, that's exactly what's happening to it. I think religion, in its meaning, is supposed to connect us to God through the highest teaching. If God sees that it's not being used in its right intention, but it's actually being alienated and distorted, 
It kind of, it reminds me of Genesis chapter 6 when, where God says he was filled with regret. He was filled with regret. So I think it's very important at this point, if you understand what religion really is, to distinguish whether or not religion is the problem or people using it in the wrong way to be the problem. Mm. And it's not just this. Uh, we just talked about really extreme examples of how religion is used negatively. But let's also talk about how people consider it a cure. But are they really thinking about religion in the light that God wants us to, in the meaning that religion actually is? So we talked about a couple points of how people um, go to church or have religion because of community, a sense of belonging. We also talked about how uh, they go. To, they have a religion because it promises an afterlife. So it ensures them there, that there will be no more suffering. It helps remove the fear of the unknown and just simply because they are taught to think so. So with this understanding, I think it's very important for us to question ourselves or reflect and meditate whether or not our intention as people of religion or Christians is to reconnect ourselves to God through the highest teaching, through God's teaching. And that's really important. That's what, uh, that's, I think, the essence of today's topic. Yeah. Honestly, TJ, for the things you mentioned, the reasons why a Christian might be a Christian, you know, community, you know, people that go to church for an assurance of an afterlife, you know, all the things that you mentioned before, you know, the, the biggest question that we all need to ask ourselves, that we should be asking ourselves is, you know, is this actually reconnecting me to God? And when I think about myself, and if I can pull a little bit from my own personal life, growing up as a Christian in a Christian home, um, you know, it, it was fine because you kind of had that security. You know, I had many of the things, if, if there was a checklist in front of me, I, I could probably check off many of the things that you listed, right? Community, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> feeling secure about the afterlife, those two things especially, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm very honest with myself, there were so many moments that I had growing up as a Christian, where that feeling of security actually wasn't there, where I actually did feel alone. You mm -hmm. know, I, my, my parents, uh, we moved around a lot and we moved from church to church mm -hmm. to church to church. And each one walking in on that first Sunday, you know, having that feeling of, okay, well, this will be a, a new experience where I'll actually be able to feel God, you know, and time and time again, with that, that, that kind of recurring feeling, Initially, it was always a letdown because it was really more emotion than anything else. If, if I'm being honest right now, you know, a lot of that was. And especially when I mentioned earlier about those questions that I had when I got into university, uh, a lot of those questions that I had were not answered. And those feelings of, am I going in the right direction? Am I actually going the way that God wants me to go in? Is, am I reconnecting to anything? Am I learning anything, you know, beyond what one person's thoughts might be written down in a book or a commentary or something like that and passed along to me and like, hey, this will make you feel better. But all those feelings are just temporary, you know? So it, it goes back to those examples that you brought up earlier. You know, am I really reconnecting with God? Because if I think if we're being, or am I really seeking it? Am I doing it in the right way? Because if you're listening right now, honestly, you don't need a religion deaf community you don't need a religion to feel better about yourself you don't need a religion to find friends if that's what you're looking for to find relationships mm. if that's what you're looking for whether it's friendship or romantic you know you don't need religion for that 
You don't need to go to a church once or twice mm. a week for that. You can find that mm. outside mm. of religion. And it's the same whether you're <laughs> Christian from my own experience, whether you're Buddhist, whether you're Hindu, you know, what have you. You don't need religion yeah. for these <laughs> things. And that's something that I think so many people, especially Christians, really need to sit down and really do a self-assessment. Mm. So the question we really need to ask ourselves is, for all the years that I've been a Christian, am I any closer to reconnecting with God? Or is mm. it a situation where I'm still pursuing uh, relationships? I'm still pursuing mm, you know, reason to not feel alone. Am I mm. networking? Am I seeking a community? Mm -hmm. Am mm -hmm. I still looking for that special someone that, that walks in one Sunday? That I can <laughs> see myself building the future with. And let's be honest, you know, because I was mm -hmm. definitely there at one point. Yeah. Right? Mm. Or maybe you find yourself still continuing to do these things over and over again. And you still, if we're being very honest, just as empty as you felt before you walked in the door the first time. Mm. And I also think that if it is or was or is your intention to reconnect with God and have not been able to, what is the reason? Have you been attempting to reconnect with God but just didn't mm. know how? Have you tried to learn from his highest teaching. Because it's a very simple truth. If you want to get closer to somebody, you, you need to know more about them from their point of view and listen to their story. And if it is your intention to reconnect with God, but for some reason haven't been able to, perhaps it's time that you start thinking about why and then think about the meaning of religion. Have you tried to reconnect with God through his teaching? You see, if you look at the second book of Timothy, chapter 3, verse 16, you see that all scriptures are God-breathed, which essentially means that the Bible is God's writing and it's God's story. If you look at John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, it says God is the word and God is life. If you have God's word, then you have God. You know him. And that's what we want. And I think... Once you know the word, you won't be asking questions about how to reconnect with God because that has already been established. So natural. So if you've noticed and understood the meaning and the purpose of religion, I think that's a terrific start for us. I think if our intention in religion now is to be reconnected with God, we can now take the next step, which is to learn, which is to get to know more about God. And if you're really interested, you can always email us because we're ready to talk to you. So to summarize what we've been talking about today and coming back to the topic, which was religion, is it a cure or is it a disease? It's quite simple. Religion has been misused and has become a disease. When you look at medicine, when you have the right medicine in the right dosage, it can cure your body. But when you use it or when you misuse it and you don't have the right amount, it can potentially be harmful or even fatal. That's what has happened to religion right now. But then the question is, how is religion a cure? Now that's what we really want to talk about. So if you like what we talked about, 
please like, subscribe, download, and even contact us in our email below. Until next time, this has been TJ and Ray, and you have been listening to Reconnect. Stay tuned. See you guys next time. Bye bye.